We are in the middle of a sermon series called A Church of the Way, um, and that is exploring what it is to be a church in the 21st century, basically, to summarise it. John spoke um, last week on how each of us are to, be for, are to be formed to become more like him. And so this is a two-parter off the back of his. He did a church in his image, what we are like to be in Christ's image. And then this week, I am looking at the church as a whole, what it is for the church to be in his image. I'm just going to take a deep breath because sprinting up on the stage and back. <laughs> Lovely. All right. So what does it mean for the church to look like him? to carry out this work, to play our part in the renewal of Southampton or wherever you find yourself. And when I say church, I mean church with a lowercase c, i.e. me, you, everyone in this room right now, but also church with a capital C, up and down the country, worshipping in different ways, in different styles, but always focused and centred around the one loving God. And in a moment, we're going to celebrate baptisms as well, celebrate these individuals who have stepped into or are renewing a calling that God has placed on their hearts. And their stories are incredible, and this is an exciting thing to celebrate. Their journeys and their stories have been different, but they are all arriving at this point. And although um, this is actually a postponed date, we were supposed to do this back at the start of September, actually, it's quite perfect to be thinking and sharing about the church in his image as you see following in the way of Jesus is not just an individual endeavour, but it's also a family affair. So... We're going to read the Bible. Um, if you have the Bible on your phone or you've got one with you, do you want to turn to Romans 12, verses 4 to 8? Um, it's also going to come up on the screen. So, for just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. This phrase, one body, is the first thing that I want to linger on. The language of a body is a continuous thread that runs throughout the New Testament. Or you may have also heard it when we've done communion here or if you've gone along to another church, there's a point where we all say we are one body because we all share in one bread. It's imagery and poetry that is describing and helping to evoke a deeper understanding of what it is to live and work together. A body is made up of different parts. 
It works in unison, but each part is different. They play different roles, yet all the parts work together in mutual dependence. And Jesus is the head of this body, the head of the church. I remember being at an event when I was 14, um, and there was this station where you could fill up a little glass jar with lots of different materials. And the different materials, it was sand and lavender, and they represented different things. You can use your imagination of what sand might represent. Can't remember that one. Um, But each of these materials represented a different aspect of your character that you wanted to become more like or to hold on to. One second. I still have this jar. Yeah. Um, I still have the jar, and I worked out um, this has gone through seven house moves with me. Why I think that's quite significant is because I'm not sure if it's just me, but every time I move house, I do the kind of purge of stuff, and I've decided that this is important enough to keep hold of, this little thing. It survived because it's important to me. And as you might be able to see, one of the materials that I filled it up with is glitter. And glitter was used to represent uniqueness. I can vividly remember filling this jar with a small scoop of glitter and thinking, I want to be unique. Simply and confidently, I want to be proud of who I am. And I think I've done that. I think 14-year-old Emily would be proud of her. 14-year-old Emily would also be quite surprised to learn that she is now training to be a vicar in the Church of England. If I'm very honest, one of the things that really filled me with a bit of fear and held me back when initially sensing this call was that I would lose my identity that I would lose my uniqueness, that I would don a dog collar for the first time and morph into this blancmange of clerical oblivion. (laughs) I didn't want to merge into what everyone else's expectations of what a vicar should be. It took me a minute, but I've journeyed through that. Um, And I don't necessarily think that's true. But when we follow the call of Christ, when we step into a body of believers, we don't lose our uniqueness. What Romans 12 is demonstrating to us is that you bring your whole self, your whole giftings, skills and passions you bring to this community and your background, experience, interests and shortcomings will be different to the person next to you and theirs will be different to the person next to them and so on and so on. But a confidence in your individuality makes up this diverse, varied, sometimes rogue community and ultimately though sometimes we don't always get it right. It's a loving and gracious and invitational community in the way that it collectively follows the way of Jesus. And so, what about baptisms? Where do they fit into this church family? Well, baptism represents many things. It represents a turning from an old way of thinking to a new, a rising to new life. It's a covenant. 
It's a promise of grace, God's guiding hand and anchoring love, promising to be with you in every task that you approach. It's a joyous proclamation of your faith. And it's also a public declaration. This occasion is not only a recounting of the individual ways that God has been at work in your lives, but it's also a welcoming into a community of believers, into a church family. We read it in many moments throughout Scripture where Jesus' disciples are baptised as a demonstration of their faith, faith, and they are baptised into a body of believers. This will be represented a couple of times when we are reading through the liturgy that will follow and will be spoken out. If you blink, you might miss it, but it's intentionally there. At one point, Tom is going to read out, you must now declare before God and his gathered church the Christian faith into which you are to be baptised. We will also all share in a moment of saying in unison, this is our faith. We believe and trust in God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What we are witnessing today is a shared collective faith. Repeatedly, over and over again throughout Scripture, we are encouraged by the writers of the Gospels or by Paul in his letters to engage with each other, to build up, to encourage, and to strengthen to be a united body of believers running eagerly in the same direction. This is the body that you are being baptised into. And so there is so much more that I could say, but I won't because we have some celebrating to do. But I want to end with a little quote. It's from a book called Beautiful Resistance by John Tyson. He spoke at Focus, if any of you were there. And it's a great book. It's about what it is to live as a people, as a church of integrity within an ever-changing society. And so the quote is, the body of Christ exists to express God in the earth. I'll read it again. The body of Christ exists to express God in the earth. To be a church in God's image is to be united. In a world and culture that is sometimes so divisive and so conflicted, this is incredibly powerful. We are united under this one banner, this one charge, this one manifesto to show the love that God has for his creation. We do it in unity, and we also do it with diversity. We are to bring our whole selves into this manifesto, to be his hands and feet, to collectively play our part in the renewal of the city in different ways, in different places, but ultimately to be a visible expression of the living God alive and at work today. Amen. Amen.